all this time, Porter. Everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. to Worldcast, and I am Pete, and I'm with Johnny and Kelly. Johnny, how are you doing? Doing good. Kelly, how are you doing? Doing equally as well. Awesome, man. We're looking at World Class Championship Wrestling, episode 81 on the network. And, man, it opens up with Johnny Mantell versus Rip yeah. Rogers. Um, what do you think of this match there, Kelly? <laughs> Here we go. Johnny Mantell again in the opener. Uh, Chris Adams is finally free of that spot. Rip Rogers, this is his last appearance in the territory, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was uh, this was okay. Mantell's good. He's just got too much of a jobber face yeah. for me to take, right? He does. He just he looks is. like he... If you just... Saw a picture of him, and you were a wrestling fan. You, you would just assume he's a job guy, but yeah, down to down to his dumb mustache. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, when you think about it, I mean, when you think about it, you have the three Von Erics, Iceman, um, Adams. All of them are on a higher than him on the pecking order. So at yeah. best, he's the sixth level babyface in the company. Um, yeah. And so well, at that point, Mike Bond. Yeah. So at that point. He's he's kind of a gatekeeper where he puts over the guys who are going to be on top for heels, but beats the guys coming down who are jobbing out of the territory. Yep. Who are leaving he, he the looks territory. Like, he looks like he's been hit in the face with that gate a few times. Just an <laughs> ugly, ugly man. Yeah. Plus his brother's the Booker, so you know. Yeah. Um, but his his twisting side Russian leg sweep into a pin combo was very nice. Very very nice. I thought that was awesome. The Russian yeah. leg sweep, yeah, yeah, fuck. into a pin. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anyone do it like that before. No, I agreed. Yeah, so totally cool. Agreed. He's got a very cool finisher, if nothing else. And yeah, it was just a pretty much a squash of of Rip. And uh, yeah, not bad. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, again, Rip made this a blast. Um, I love uh, Rogers fighting out of the holes. He made everything like a struggle. Uh, Mantel's working that arm, and that finish was just brutal. It was awesome. The, it's pretty much he does a Russian leg sweep, and then he flips over while doing the Russian leg sweep and catches him into a power slam for a pin. Um, yeah, this is uh, uh, was really fun. And Rogers, I still, again, man, a guy I think should have uh, should have gotten a push somewhere, uh, a bigger push than he ever got. And the guy is talented. I just. That was mind-blowing that uh, promoters didn't see it in him. Um, then again, you know, maybe I'm wrong. 
but hey, no, you're not really no. right. You're absolutely you're not, right, Pete. You're not wrong, but there's you. You need guys like Rip Rogers, who are the essential journeymen who can make anyone look good, and that's yeah. their job. And and you need, especially back then. You say you need yeah. them now too. There's certain reason why some guys aren't main event guys. You know, they're there for a reason. And, and back then, when you're the territories and you want to be the kind of guy who likes to move around, like 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 Rip Rogers, he looks like he likes to move from town to town, if you know what I mean. And uh, you're always going to be needed in that role. And he's that's why he's so good. That's why he's so good at it. And that's why he's teaching now. So. Yeah. What do you think? Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, just uh, okay. I'll take your guys' word for it that that finishing move was cool looking, because to my eyes, it looked like he was trying to do a Russian leg sweep into the float over cover finish that I've seen. Like Brad, like Brad Armstrong had a sweet one. And uh, Brad Armstrong had the sweetest Russian leg sweep, period, bar none. So, uh, and that it just went wrong. <laughs> That's what I thought it looked like to me. I just, maybe I'm just wearing the lenses of I don't like Ken Mantel. Yeah, I think uh, and his name is. I don't know. Well, no, um, maybe you know if he does it again and it's from a different camera angle and I see it, I go, oh, that's what he's doing. Then I'm like, that that, that does sound cool. I say like, upon this viewing, yeah, it, it looks from the, the I hate Johnny Mantel lens. I think uh, the, camera, <laughs> the camera angle wasn't great. I, 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 put, I put it to you. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> uh, well, I can't. Okay. Well, here's some truth that Bill Mercer laid on you. That he's, in the middle of this, he's talking about Kevin and Garvin, who are coming up later. Yes. Well, to compare the two, Kevin Von Erich, he's the all-American style young man. Really? The all. <laughs> well, so wait. So the all-American look for young men, uh, the, the height of style in 1983 was. A t- tight tucked in polo shirt into little Daisy Dukes and no shoes. All right. <laughs> and then he calls Garvin a prancing peacock. I'm like, oh boy. Um, but then it, he, he says that Montel, <laughs> okay, if he has a jobber's face, you know, he's standing jobber face, like Kelly said. A man, he says Mantel has a West Texas frame. Like, what's a West, I don't know, Pete, what's a West Texas frame? I don't know, I don't know. what that means. Pot belly, beer belly, sharecropper. <laughs> so yeah, pot belly sharecropper with with his underwear pulled up to his tits. Is that it? You know, yeah. and, and and a pencil thin mustache. Yeah, dog. No, well that goes to where he he well I guess that's it because he's going on about Monte County going like boy you know if you're gonna list all the places that are. Out there in the middle of fucking nowhere, the sticks. Monte County, number one. <laughs> have you ever? Have you, I know I've asked you before, but I, I don't remember. Have you ever heard of Monte County? Uh, no. Okay. I, wow. I, okay. Because according to Bill Mercer, it's famously out there. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not from the Dallas area. Maybe it's really- all right. Okay. Oof. Oh, yeah. Give me these oh, yeah. promos from Buddy Roberts and Terry Gordy. What's going on, Johnny? <laughs> I love it. Uh, Buddy's wearing the boxing gear, the headgear with the wig. And uh, I remember seeing this uh, when I was a, uh, 14, 15 on Classic World Class, and I loved this. And the first thing Buddy says is like, listen, if anybody says I pulled his tights, they're lying, which is the, so funny. 
because of how blatant it was that there was the giant blue <laughs> dot. <laughs> no, it's bullshit. <laughs> and he goes, well, let me tell you, it looked like it was it was just camera tricks that he got the cream in my hair. Let's look. My hair's still right here. You can see it. This is my hair. Oh, it looks like a wig. It's not a wig. It's my real hair. Uh, he looked, he, he, he only got my eyebrow. And there's some, his yeah. eyebrow is gone. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. That's cool. That he, that, that's how he's going to fool the people with his fucking wig. <laughs> Shaves his eyebrow a little to get, to, to get over that. Well, the cream got there, but, uh, but I'm fine. And I, I, I thought that that just was hilarious. This is so over the top ridiculous, but I love this shit. It works. It works because he explains like, well, let me tell you this. When I went to the doctor because the cream might have got in my eye, Bill Mercer, they had to look at my brain. Turns out I got some kind of brain thing going on and I (laughs) need to wear this for brain protection. It's doctor's orders. (laughs) And Gordy says, listen, the doctor said his head's messed up. The NWA needs to do something about Iceman Parsons. And I'm dying laughing, and I love it. I adore every second of this. Isn't this like almost essentially anything that I guess it happened earlier? So Ugh. this is the template for Tully's. I never said I quit. Yeah, but no, but Tully's I never said I quit was true, and there was nothing brutal about it while he's wearing a bandage. This is Buddy Roberts wearing a dumb wig and yeah. a giant... To boxing headgear, yelling, I got brain damage I didn't know about. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same concept, the heel lying. Well, actually, yeah. no, because Tully wasn't lying. Tully didn't say I quit. Well, but he never got pinned either, so he shouldn't have. That's uh... true. But he's lying about being bald. Right. And I love that he uses the headgear. <laughs> and that's where the, the funny part of the being brain damaged part. Brain, that's why he has headgear. Uh, with the hair connected. I love it. You know, it's not the pots or it's, it works. It's, I love it. And, and I it really, I mean, it, it, is, it adds heat because from a fan perspective there, you're like, you're fucking lying, you son of a bitch. You know? So uh, you're, you don't have brain damage. You have that the wig and it's connected to your head. That, the brain damage, you're gonna, yeah, uh, I love it. I, I love it. What about you, Kelly? Yeah, oh yeah, me too. But he's great here. This is the role he was born to play. And he's having a ton of fun with it. And it's, yeah, it's great stuff. I love the whole wig. Anybody who does that, any heel that loses a hair match and then goes with the wig gimmick afterwards is always is always great. Because uh, it's, 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 literally, it's literally getting two build-ups for the price of one. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna eventually, you know, you, you get another angle right out of this. Keep the feud going. Yes, yeah. It's all yeah, about I hair. Love buddies, I always loved both buddies, but it is Robertson Rose. Yeah. Angles, I always thought was a little over the top, but it worked at times. It's funny at times, but at other times, it's like, okay, this is getting beyond ridiculous. Um, but this is good, 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 good stuff. Um, then we get a buddy Roberts and. Uh, uh, the Mongol versus yeah. Parsons and, and Brody. What, what do you think of this match there, Kelly? <laughs> well, I guess the Mongol's the fourth Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, they've teamed before. Um, yes. It's well, this time it makes strange. this time it makes this is the last time it made no sense. We're like, what the fuck, what? But this time it does because Brody is started a feud with Devastation Incorporated, and right. you have Iceman has a feud with Roberts, of course. So okay, that makes sense. The, the first time we were like, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was total battle ball combination. It didn't make sense. Um, but yeah, they're kind of semi regular partners now. Strange. Um, and, they and like the each Mo- other. Yeah, I guess so. The Mongols the least convincing foreign heel ever, though. It's like, it's like no way, <laughs> no way he's Mongolian. Like, come on, it's not even. It's just he's totally obviously an American or whatever. Well, well maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I think I, I, I just, I just thought of something, Pete. Maybe they just they were waiting for Killer Khan to get there, and they needed a guy to be a Mongolian. Yeah. And the Mongols Mongols did. He was like a Texas heel from (laughs) it's world class. He was in Southwest Championship Wrestling. He did mid south. He was like that crappy heel. They never pushed up top, but he was a guy they put on the roster, and you know. He's kind of like, he kind of like home settled in in a way. Well, then imagine what happens when Killer Khan does show up, and there's a guy, a white dude, calling himself the Mongol to the guy whose gimmick is from he's from Mongolia. You know, Killer Khan was like, "No, this isn't going to work. He's got to go." <laughs> he's, he's he's the Texas version of Baron. Minus the cape, of course. I mean, no, the Baron, Baron. Baron was legit. He was from Malta. There was no, there was no, no lying there. <laughs> it was a count. Yeah, but but the Mongols. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys who can pull off the foreign heel gimmick that are from the states or Canada, but the Mongols just, just not <laughs> even close. <laughs> not even close. Anyway, yeah. Huge pop for Brody. Brody's like so super over in the territory now. Huge Brody chant, and and actually Brody makes the Mongols seem more dangerous when they I don't know somehow he was able to to get that out of the Mongol when they went toe to toe. Like Brody. Brody from... has this weird thing, honestly, where I don't know if it's because he likes these guys, yeah. but I saw him in Houston. Have a fun little five minute brawl with Alexei Smirnoff, and yeah. no one had good matches with Alexei Smirnoff, uh, yeah. but freaking Brody did. So uh, maybe it falls under. And again, Mongol being a Texas guy for Southwest, Mid South, world class. Probably Brody's worked with him a ton. Yeah, that's a good possibility. Like he just he made him seem as equal uh, when they were struggling strength wise. Just went toe-to-toe. Like, the Mongol's not good at making himself seem dangerous at all. Yeah. But Brody, yeah, Brody, when they went to, when they were in the ring together, it struck me, wow. Um, the the Mongol seems like, you know, somebody that could go toe-to-toe with Brody. And, yeah. So great, great work in that regard by uh, Bruiser Brody. And, and Buddy, or Brody just destroys Buddy completely. And then... Um, that led to Iceman finishing off Buddy with the butt butt. And then we get the post-match stuff with the Iceman trying to pull off 
Buddy's helmet, and he pulls it off just enough that you can see that, yes, Buddy is yep. indeed bald. Just a brief glimpse of that, so that's cool to give you think the fans. They would have, are you surprised they did that payoff so quickly? I, I wouldn't call that the payoff. That's just... Well, it's not. You know, the, the real payoff when we see is that's bald. Completely right? yeah. bald, but no, you, know, that, you just want to give him a little glimpse. There's nothing that is that. to debunk the conspiracy theorists yeah. out there who are telling, who will be like, oh, uh, maybe that could be his hair. You know, who knows? I'm watching this on a black and white TV. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, oh, no, no, he is bald. Look, he is bald. Yeah, and nobody saw him get his head shaved, or while well, his head wasn't shaved. I mean... Yeah, right. I, like Johnny it said, was it was cream. a sleight of hand with the cream that that worked, but there was no hair in the ring or anything, right? right. So you, anyway, so that's a nice little touch. I thought this was a it was a fun match actually, uh, with the Mongol involved. Yeah, but the three other guys are are really good, and yeah, it was a good 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 little match. Yeah, it's fun, and then the and the payoff with the with the yeah. post match stuff just you know really helps uh, extend it. Uh, what about you, John? All right, so Mercer gets out that Iceman has now put a bounty out on Buddy Roberts of 500 big ones. $500. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, what I was talking about the previous show. You know, other a lot of guys get, you know, five grand. It's usually $5,000. Yeah. You know. Maybe the pay equity isn't quite what it should be in world class championship wrestling. Five hundred dollars. Well, to... for a baby face putting out that bounty, I think it makes sense because you wouldn't want a baby know, face putting out like a ten thousand dollar bounty like some highfalutin you know, know, rich guy. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, end. Come on. Um, <laughs> and but Mercer explains it. He goes, Iceman does this because. He knows that everybody wants to see what really happened when Iceman sprayed on the goo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that match, that match is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, (laughs) Actually, so the Mongol, you know, wears that stupid sheep's skin coat to to look like a Mongol for some reason. (laughs) And, he takes it off under the hot lights, and Bill Mercer says, well, there must be truth to the idea that sheep don't perspire, because right. the Mongol was wearing that sheep coat, and he's not perspiring. Okay, sheep don't sweat? What? I don't know. I, okay, no, I'm done. But you know who does sweat? Iceman. And there's one <laughs> uh, shot where his sweat get, uh, gets on the camera, the hard camera, and they're shooting through it, and I love that kind of sense of realism. Like, boom, oh, that's, you know, instead of getting too close to the ring and getting hit by the wrestler like the other guy uh, last week, you know, that that looks, I like that, that looks cool. Uh, the crowd's chanting, we want the wig, we want the wig. Um, what's funny is the times where Bruiser uh, Brody was, like, hulking up, or Bruiser Brodying up and uh, shaking off the shots that uh, Mongol was was hitting them with I was picturing and actually drew a little cartoon little caricature of the kind of guy who would go oh look at this fucking typical Brody look at him no selling for the, the Mongol like there <laughs> 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 and the Mongol um, 
Of course, Buddy's using the gear as a foreign object. Duh. Of course. That's great. Of course. And Bill says, hmm, I wonder if he really is hurt. That's not very smart of him to do. He could hurt himself some more <laughs> instead of calling out the heels bullshit. He's like, I'm kind of worried about him. Oh, boy. Um, and, of course, but, but, he wins with the butt butt. And I, I just hate Bill Mercer, but the match and, and everything else itself, I, I enjoyed this um, a lot. Actually, this is maybe my favorite match that the Mongols has ever been in. I guess it takes it takes Iceman Parsons, Buddy Roberts, and Bruiser fucking Brody to make me go, I don't mind the Mongols. <laughs> three of the, it takes that, those three talented guys to carry me to an enjoyable Mongol match. Pretty much. Did we get some promos after this? Yes. Well, one, Garvin oh, yeah. Sunshine on the uh, Good Morning Dallas set. <laughs> oh, shit. You motherfucker. <laughs> I wrote down... Oh, fuck. I wrote down AM Dallas, but yours is better. There you go. No, yours <laughs> is better. No, yours is better. Yours is better. <laughs> <laughs> and in the subject... Uh, on today's edition is will Jimmy Garvin and Sunshine be valets for a day next? And so they're giving, oh, I guess Jimmy lost that match. We didn't see that match. I guess he lost that match. Jimmy shops at Hot Topic in a white, shiny ensemble. Just, uh, I know that fabric. I had a red, uh, red, red pair of parachute pants made out of that same fabric. <laughs> And he explains that the finish of the match that I didn't care for at Star Wars, where Sunshine is holding down David's leg for the three count, Jimmy Garvin explains that, no, 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 no. You got it all wrong. She was defending herself. He was trying to kick her in the face. So she had to grab it. And to get it away from herself. He has a history of hitting her, Bill. And then the shot goes to Bill, and Bill goes, oh, yes, the spanking. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> like tell us about the spanking. Oh, I know yeah, he yeah. gets. I know I he gets. I love then, that spanking. Oh, and then it cuts back as serious to Jimmy, and he goes, Bill, he's hit her before. He's, he's hit her before. And I was in love with this just the set uh, the, the 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 craziness of this is is, is uh, jimmy's saying man it's just it's all like it's just part of a bad dream it's just it's all part of a part, bad dream part five part five, part five. Of, a, of a nightmare <laughs> part five. jimmy garvin's nightmares come in five parts in parts <laughs> I gotta get up. I gotta piss. I go back to sleep. Part two. Uh. <laughs> look at her, Bill. Does she look like she's ever washed dishes? And I look at it, sunshine. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I, yes. I, I've seen many a waitress at the Waffle House who looks. Yeah, exactly I was gonna say truck stop. Like yeah, Waffle House fits too. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and I'm not disparaging the looks of Waffle House girls. I'm just saying, Sunshine looks 
kind of plain and ordinary. And that's her appeal. That's why she couldn't say she exactly. couldn't say heel is because she's the the, the, the the real girl. She looks mm-hmm. like one of us. Girl next door. She was the girl she's next the door. Next character whose name is Sunshine. It had to go that way. But yeah, she she looks like she's washed a few dishes. <laughs> Probably yeah, just a few months before for... she started in the territory. I know. And I don't know if this is a fact, but I I want to say the the loser the the valet for the day match took place on that same six man tag show. Uh, yeah, they had a yeah. match. I just don't know the result off the top of my head. Well, didn't they had to resolve the title? Uh, dispute too. Did they do that both at the same time? I'm pretty or... sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was hilarious for the set out of nowhere. <laughs> like where? Maybe they've used this before. I know they used something kind of similar, but no, this was different. This had this was different. colors. Yeah, this was yeah. different. Maybe it was just uh, from uh, one of the it, two TV it, studios. It might have yeah, been. Maybe the... they did it. Ad. Maybe. Maybe the. Uh... Did double duty where maybe Jimmy and Sunshine did an interview for like AM Dallas and then maybe. he did it for yeah. the wrestling also. Oh, that's completely possible. That yeah. did, or maybe it's like, oh, it's a different set, but it's definitely the same fake fern. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where Mercer really shines. Like, he sucks as a commentator, but in he, this oh. role as the interviewer, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, he but, does. Yeah, you know, he's. You get the good with the bad with the guy, so yeah, yeah. No, because yeah. when, he, when I think, he said, I think, I th- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go do you ahead. think I know, Johnny? I know you hey, you hammer on him a lot. Yeah. Do you think his good outweighs the bad though by him doing so well in these skits? No, because there's two, there's not enough of them. So yeah. I appreciate them, and uh, I think the greatness shows that because when I'm gonna give, when Bill Mercer says. Oh, the spankings. And it makes you laugh because he's like, oh, it's so serious. But in real life, this is on the set of apparently a real television show. And in real life, in 1983, if a grown man grabbed a woman and just started spanking her in the middle of the ring like that, that would not be looked – in real in real society, that would be looked down on. And he responds to that in kind. Given the set he's he's surrounded by and the way he's doing his newsman job, and uh, he's great. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I just think world class would lose a lot of its uh, luster if they didn't have him on uh, doing those. those oh, uh, oh, oh, no, no, of course he's the glue that holds those. When I think I think when it says a producer in the credits for him. That, that's why he gets these credits is because I think he's yeah. the, he produces these. So totally important and they're great and he's great in them, but we don't get them every week. We get the announcing every week. So right. And the, well, the upside is there's a lot of bad announcing in the eighties. Honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really a handful of good ones and a lot, a lot of bad ones. Well, Pete, I mean, come on. If I, of course I appreciate him because if he didn't have the bad announcing, I'd have nothing to talk about on this show. There you go. <laughs> All right, only time for one plug this week, but it's a motherfucking big one. And yeah, I'm being a little selfish, but yeah, I think I've earned it. This is the big last appeal, last call for me, Kelly Nelson, and Travis Voloshin of Lucha Afterground. We're doing a show together with Ravenous Randy Myers 
live here in Vancouver. It's called My Favorite Feud. And yeah, the whole premise is Travis and I get together with Ravenous Randy. Randy has a favorite feud to discuss. And this time it's Triple H versus Mick Foley in 1997-2000. This is all going down Friday, this Friday, April 12th, at the Little Mountain Gallery, 195 East 26th Avenue in beautiful Midtown Vancouver. Doors 10 p.m., show 10.30. Come out, have a blast. It'll be a great time. And yeah, tickets are $10 on Eventbrite right now, and I believe $15 at the door. Come be a part of history, the first My Favorite Feud. The main event, Kevin Von Erich versus Jimmy Garvin. And this is kind of the template was on the, the Death Valley Driver set. These guys ended up having really killer matches. It didn't quite pan out here. This felt like a test run. And a lot of it was cause, probably because right now at this point, Jimmy Garvin is still intertwined with David. So it's hard for them to kind of go away because that's where the the, the, the where the, the the action is or the, the heat is. So this was kind of like a test run of like, okay, well, this is where we're going next. And uh, you see you see elements of what made their matches in the future uh, good uh, by the template here. What do you think of the match there, uh, Kelly? Uh, well, it was an interesting match, that's for sure. Um, first up, Kevin has a new haircut. It's a little shorter than before. Looking good. Looking more like the classic Kevin that you think of from the 80s, I think. And Sunshine's looking so, so fine <laughs> in that dress and, and nylons. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Sunshine don't normally do it for me, but that dress mm-hmm. does it for me. I mean, I mm, that yeah. she, she, you know, she looked good in that dress. That that, that dress was this was the good uh, fashion from the eighties. I remember seeing those dresses. Yeah, on, you want to order young some fries with that shake? Uh, oh yeah, that that yeah, she wore that well. Yeah. So the match, yeah. Well, Kevin just dominates this full match. Um, Crowd pleasing shine on Garvin is my first note because I assumed it was going to eventually go into a heat, but we didn't really get any heat here. Uh, right. Garvin just stooges his ass off the whole time. This reminded me of a Bob Backlund match where yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the heel just never can get on top. Bob just keeps going back. Um, Kevin's just, it's the headlock and the body scissors keeps going back to that. Um, we do get a Garvin is queer chant from the crowd. Oh, really? I missed that. How did yes. I miss that? Oh, boy. <laughs> how stupid. Wait, hold on. How stupid are they? His gimmick is, even though yeah, we know it's his cousin, the gimmick is I'm fucking this chick who's better looking than all of you. Yeah. He's a queer. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, it's, it's like the hair, I guess, and, you know. Uh, the gloves. gloves. It's going to be her the taking gloves. the gloves off. Yeah, the and gloves. And he has the fancy. <laughs> the gloves. Hold on, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Is that, is that some sort of homosexual stereotype in Dallas that gay men wear gloves? <laughs> gloves? Well, taking them off. I mean, kind of doing. not taking the gloves off. That's the gay thing. It uh, is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. no. There, were, there was a certain type of glove. I could definitely, like, I could definitely <laughs> understand where people might think Jimmy Garvin is a feminine, honestly. He's got a hot chick that he's – look, 
if it's if it's Adrian Street was the weird one because you're like, is he gay? But that's his chick, right? You know, this is he's just like, hey man, obviously this is his girl. You know, that's uh, just he wears. Look, in the '80s, gay men should, definitely should have been wearing a certain type of glove, but it wasn't on their hands. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of effeminateness here. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's some gorgeous George to it in a way. Yeah, of course there is, but it, it it's also clearly clearly implied that this is his woman, yeah. and which is, becomes the goddamn angle that we're about to get to yeah. is who's his woman. So, well, anyway, the the chat had legs. Uh, it was uh, loud. It caught on, but yes, ugly. I totally missed it. That's awful. <laughs> no, it's not um, awful that I missed it. It's awful that it happened, people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll probably hear it again. Um, and then Kevin finishes it, like totally dominates the match and finishes it, finishes it up with a schoolboy. That was that was pretty sweet. Um. And even in the post-match, Garvin can't get his heat or anything. He, he tries a little I, I bit. Can, gets I think there's a the reason ring. for that. Yeah. I think there's um, a reason for that. Yeah. So it was in, the structure of this match was interesting. I, I wouldn't call yeah, it a I mean, squash, yeah. but it was so one-sided. Yeah, Kevin took about 70% of the match, maybe 80%. Yeah, more. I think yeah. 80 at least. And yeah, just guzzles him up. You're almost shocked. I mean, but you got the template of what they can do if they were structured the match differently, where it'd be really like, like it would be a fun mat work because I mean that's Jimmy's actually forte being as an amateur wrestling, right. and 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 then we'll see that bear out more when they when they actually feud. But it's like it's almost like my blog blowing why you would have Kevin go over so strong here since Kevin and I mean David and Jimmy have pretty much gone fifty fifty. On this mm-hmm. feud by passing by the title being held up so often, and then old Kevin comes in and just guzzles the shit out of him. Wow. Uh, I, I don't get it, but I, I, you know, maybe that's, that's whatever. What I about you, John? What are you thinking? Well, first of all, I get it in both uh, both ways. A, I get it in as a booking uh, reason, but number one, in, in the K Fave reason, uh, he's doing it because fuck David. He fucking ruined his chance because apparently, you know, Kevin only had a pinched nerve. It wasn't as serious as everyone said. It was a pinched nerve. So, fuck this. So, he's going to go out there and beat uh, this guy who's been given big go, the future NWA champion, big brother, all this problems. I'm going to go out there and kick his ass. So, that works for me there. And I think it also works because we haven't seen the, the, the humiliation of Jimmy Garvin on the ranch yet. And I don't think you want him to look strong. You know, we, we already know from this show he lost that. He's got to go shovel shit. Um, uh, and uh, David had talked about that. You know, he got to go, go shovel shit and everything. And so this looks more like Jimmy Garvin's lost it, you know, leading into this humiliation, we're going to say, rather than. Yeah, so it, that's what it worked for me on that level, uh, to be perfectly yeah, honest. Yeah, I didn't see that at all, but I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. I. I, I it's not the most far-fetched thing I've heard. So. Oh, no, I, I thought that's the way it was booked. I thought it was booked specifically that way. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that at all, but, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Now, now my, my Kevin Revenge fantasy is more fun for me, but, uh, no, I think it, I thought it was booked that way completely on purpose. Anyway, <laughs> so Kevin's in his tidy whities 
Yeah, why isn't Kevin barefoot in his tidy whities running around? People are going, well, that could be gay, but he's got gloves <laughs> on. He's the gay one. They're both in their white underwear. And <laughs> one, has, po- one has getting, getting hair. Uh, one has a girl doting on him, and the other has nothing but dudes doting on him. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I maybe because maybe they don't show the entrances, but I guarantee you there's plenty of women kissing Kevin Von Erich on the way to the ring. Well, I do know there's plenty, uh, plenty of uh, Carrie Von Erich tongue-kissing uh, women yeah, uh, so, to the uh, ring. But, uh, uh, anywho, and, and you got Sunshine here, and I'm just saying this is the sexiest she's ever looked. In that purple and black ensemble, you know, uh, come on. And so Kevin is taunting, or no, uh, Jimmy's taunting Kevin. Kevin, he says, "Hey, why don't you go back home and look in the mirror some more?" Oops, oh, you really got him, Kevin. And, <laughs> and and then the next thing, Gar, the next thing Garvin does is just starts doing push-ups. Yeah, and, and I'm like. That's- <laughs> It was fantastic. And Mercer says, he's like, well, Garvin was a college football star, and Kevin was a college football star, and Sunshine was a star of valets. Wait. Was it valet college? Did she go to valet college? Was she the star? Or was there a team? Was there a valet team at college? And she was up the whatever. And Mercer then goes back to Kevin barefoot and it's all the theories. Now here's a new theory about why Kevin does it. He goes back to the whole running around the ranch as a young boy, barefoot bullshit. And he says, that's where he gets his feet strength from the touching, the touching. Oh boy. No, thank you. But uh, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was booked the way it was supposed to. And whether or not it was. promo by Buddy Robertson. Um, yeah. It, this is where you see his bald head. And he says, Buddy Roberts says about the bounty. He's, he got Bruce Brody coming after me for his $500. He tried to get Brody to. He goes. He tried to get Brody to take off the wig. It's not a wig. <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose or a slip up, and he caught himself. It doesn't matter. It makes it so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It makes it even more that he's such so full of shit. Heel. <laughs> and he yells a little bit more, but but he tried to take off the wig. Look, it's not a wig. Made me laugh so hard. Ah, oh God, I love this gimmick, and I love Buddy Roberts. <laughs> yeah, I, I love ridiculousness. Too, yeah. I, mean, I love not. I love this. I'm sorry. I love this kind of ridiculousness. It's, it's on the level of me liking stuff like. Jimmy Valiant lost a loser leaf town match, and Charlie Brown from out of town is is now there in a mask with the same beard. But they're all like, "Hey, what can we do?" I, I love that sort of nonsense in wrestling. Uh, this is what this is. It's some of my favorite stuff. Yeah, it has its place on the card. Yep. Uh, what about you, Kelly? Yep, yep. Loving the buddy stuff. 
Uh, keep it going, buddy and uh, Brody. That could be an interesting match next week. Oof. I don't yeah, think I it'll don't... last long. Yeah, well, I don't think so either. Probably not. Buddy is in the position where he's at. I will say I like I like uh, Buddy Roberts much more than I like Dale Valentine. So um, <laughs> okay, yeah. Dale Valentine was rough. Uh, it doesn't even resemble Buddy Roberts at all. Dale except for Valentine. five separate pictures. <laughs> That's a deep cut right there. Yeah. On that note, man, uh, another solid show, I thought. Um, yeah, I like this. You know, I, I, I like the previous show better, but this was solid. What about you, Kelly? Yep. Yep. It's got a little bit of sunshine. It's got uh, Buddy being great. It's got the Mongol. Finally, kind of looking okay. Well, well, yeah. Well, it was you know he was in with the right right talent, that's for sure. And Mantel's uh, awesome side Russian leg sweep combo pin thing. Yep, exactly. Shove it, Johnny Sorrow. I didn't (laughs) shove it. Look, man. Wait till we see. Number one, let's wait till we see him do it again. Before you throw my has multiple finishes. I'm sure oh. we'll see plenty of Johnny Mantel on TV coming up. Right. I, I, I'm not saying. Look, yeah. Well, I, well, we gotta have him win. That's the that's the key. I, I don't. I guess the jobber because you know he's gonna hit the move against uh, Buddy Roberts or anything. He might hit that move against someone again. I just want to see it from a different camera angle to see what the fuck it was, because I thought it was that. You guys say differently. I'm not going to go back and watch it again. (laughs) 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 What say you, uh, World Castaways? Chime in on Twitter. You know, you watch the show. Was it an amazing scientific move that Johnny Mantell did on this episode, or was it an Awkward, weird thing that happened while he was trying to do a Russian leg sweep float over pinfall. Chime in on Twitter. You know how to do it. Uh, I know, man. Have a great week. And uh, keep on watching uh, World Class. Any type type of wrestling you're looking for. Mania Week is upon us. Or actually, this will be dropping after Mania Week. So um, scratch that. Have a great day. Bye. (laughs) Okay. My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone The moment that you come in view And with your hand in mine, dear I could dance on and on And I could waltz across Texas with you across Texas with you in my arms Walsh across Texas with you Like a storybook ending I'm lost in your charms And I could waltz across Texas with you